0: I never ever thought that I would do this rejoinder, but did you know that as human beings, we share 70% of our DNA with slugs? Did you know that? The Carpoint Pro Talk Line, excuse me, carpro.com talk line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. Now, our political system is based on two parties. uh, So far. And because the differences between them today are so different, they're referred to as the uniparty, the ruling class, or the swamp. Now, That's 70% of our DNA that we share with slugs. The Republicans and the Democrats probably share at least that much in terms of policy and priority. Either one of those parties would welcome me and you if we give them our email address, our phone number, and a credit card number. We can be part of something big. Now, for me, the Democrats are the communist socialist evil party and the Republicans are just the stupid party. Democrats are evil and communist because of ID politics and, you know, murder, full-term babies and, you know, encouraging confused teenagers to mutilate their bodies for short-term adulation. They want to control people. They want to sacrifice individual liberty and free expression and in favor of what they perceive as the collective good. And they believe themselves to be their own higher power. Their version of natural law is their whims of the day rather than the unalienable right that you get simply being, from being born by your creator. Now, the Republicans are stupid because they don't know how to articulate or ex- you know enact any sort of fight back against the Democrat evil. They believe in principled opposition, and that's the watered-down version of uh, Democrat policy. They're like a battered spouse or child, Stockholm Syndrome, whatever you want to say. They crawl back to their abusers, hoping for a different outcome or a brief smile before the beatings resume. Now, former Louisiana Governor Bobby Jindal may have coined this phrase, though although Republicans were stupid long before. At a speech at the RNC in 2013, he told his audience, we must stop being the stupid party. It's time for a new Republican Party that talks like adults. Isn't that where we always go? We're the adults. The, the adults are in charge now. That's, that's the thing. We're the adults. Like when H.W. Bush got out there and said, read my lips, no new taxes. Then he raised taxes. And he lost re-election to a slicky boy from Arkansas. Ronald Reagan signed an immigration reform bill in 86, granting amnesty to 3 million illegal migrants. Uh, We got another million that came in under fraud, and this was all in exchange for enhanced border security and employer penalties. And we we got the amnesty and all the new Democrat voters and all uh, all the Democrat benefits, and none of the rest of it materialized. Just like Lucy pulling away the ball when Charlie Brown is running up to kick it. There is no negotiation to be done with evil because evil will agree to anything and then do as they please. And that's always been the truth. And every time you see them try to reset this, it always comes back to this. Like with Alejandro Mayorkas, they couldn't muster the moats for it, right? And for me, you know, I knew how this was going to end up, and for I just thought it was sort of a waste of time. But at the same time, it was very illustrative of the fact that they couldn't get their stuff together. You know, looking at the stuff, the 300,000 migrants per month, you know, and we can't handle that. And a small group of Republicans thwarted, I mean, three, three Republicans thwarted this. Now, didn't Mayorkas take an oath to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and... Doesn't it seem like letting three, I mean, how many, in two months, that means we've let in more illegal immigrants here today in the United States in two months than we have in the entirety of the active duty military, as far as the army is concerned. And in about five months, that probably eclipses the active duty military. Now for representatives McClintock, Buck and Gallagher, this was simply a policy difference. And uh, Buck said it was also set a political precedent. But, you know, precedent was set three years ago. And this is the problem. This is what makes Buck a stupid Republican. Um, does he not remember those two bogus impeachments of Trump? That was a precedent. How about asking the new Ukrainian president about suspicious dealings between Ukraine and the Biden family? And we're now learning that those are actually valid concerns. That was one of the things they impeached him for. He was impeached a second time for a so-called insurrection as he was trying to overthrow himself as the leader of the country at the time because he was in charge. Which was probably staged by Pelosi and the FBI, by the way. Ten Republicans voted to impeach Trump. How many Democrats voted to impeach Mayorkas? Final question, class. Which party is the stupid party? so precedent was already set it's already out there already out there and uh for for whatever reason the republicans want to play by these white glove rules and the opponents show up and they're not wearing white gloves they've got knives and guns the The republicans get up there and they put their hands out and they, they start circling you know like this and uh, they get out there and say marquee of queensberry rules and they're like nope it's just like in that uh you know, uh, the Lost Ark when he just shoots the guy after the all that fancy sword stuff, he just shoots him. And maybe Buck's new fanboys and fangirls at CNN are going to heap praise upon his principle and virtue, and then as soon as they're all done with that, they're going to be looking at each other going, what a useful idiot. Every vote mattered. With Santos, which, you know, I, I was not a big Santos fan, but as soon as something bad about him came out here, we're so, so refined and virtuous we had to eject him but then menendez how is he still a u.s senator right both menendez and santos were indicted but neither convicted and yet the republican was expelled and the democrat remains in the senate another democrat vote despite what everybody says and he ought to go he ought to quit no you know What about Biden? Biden lies every time he opens his face. He lies about his education, his work history, his family, his legislative heroics, and all of the plagiarisms. And up until the special counsel report calling him a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory, they were not making any effort to expel or remove him through the 25th Amendment. Now, Santos was indicted but not convicted. He was the only member expelled without being first convicted of a federal crime. And Buck voted for expulsion. And he wasn't worried about precedent or principle then like he is now. Santos had already said he wasn't going to look to be reelected, so why not let him stay there? So much for that whole innocent until proven guilty thing. And some of you are groaning out loud because I'm saying this out loud. And let me explain something to you. The Constitution has some things that sometimes are not going to be good for everything we want to see done. But we're either going to support it all or we support none of it. And you've got to choose. You got to choose what it's going to be. Are you going to support all of it or none of it? And if you can't just support some of it, right? That's just the problem. Santos got out there. He understood the ramification of this. Uh, you know, he got out there and tweeted, miss me yet. Uh, Kevin McCarthy. You know, they they they, they focused, the Republicans focused in on him. Uh, no, he wasn't Captain Conservative by any stretch of the imagination at all. But he, you know, he, he, he got in place and then as soon as he got in place and did the same thing that Johnson has ended up doing, uh, he got kicked out. And now he's out. And that's another vote we lost. So, as I was talking, uh, you know, Steve Scalise missed the vote because he was undergoing treatment for blood cancer. Uh, and it was two fifteen. you know, it, we, we lost the vote. We can't even, that's why they're stupid. That's why they're stupid. Now, what if you went into coma in 2019 and just woke up last week? What do you think you'd be seeing? What would this do to you? This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. CarPro.com talk line is one 800 905 Common Sense retirement Time at Planning text line is 71307. Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. Somebody on the text line. What would I do if I woke up in a, from a 2019 coma? I'd request for the doctor to induce me into another one. <laughs> When uh you know, I, I've been in a medically induced coma and it's you know, the time passes really fast. I you know, I it seemed like I had one dream or one experience or whatever, and then I was waking up. But you know that when when I when it, I was so I, I had abused myself so bad that normally I think you wake up between sixteen and eighteen hours after uh open heart surgery. Uh I didn't want to. My lungs didn't want to. So they just Put me into this medically induced coma. I think it was 56, 60 hours later I woke up. But I was unaware of everything that happened during those times. Completely unaware of it. So it would be quite blissful to be in a coma right now, for me anyway. Uh, but what would you think if you woke up and you, when, you went, when, you went, when you went down, you would uh, you would get out there and uh, you were thinking to yourself, hey, well, ga- gas is cheap and the, the the economy's busting and what's a COVID and all this other stuff. And then you wake up and you wake up to this. Who thought you'd wake up to see another America in another Cold War with Russia? Who thought you'd wake up looking at the sanctuary cities who have declared themselves to be sanctuary cities but then they complain when the illegal immigrants are sent there? Who thought you'd wake up to see all of this big tech censorship happening to you online? although that was beginning in 2019 wasn't who thought you'd wake up to see the federal government human trafficking over a million illegal and undocumented people a year after you went you know when you went down the border was secure and now you've got a president who takes deliberate actions to make the southern border weaker you would you have thunk in 2019 that after you know, if you saw any, well, you you weren't around to see the George Floyd riots. The rest of us were. When we saw the peaceful riots, with you know, where, where the cities were burning, and yet they refer to the protest between the silk ropes at the uh, Capitol as an insurrection. You wake up, uh, and you got the American people turning a blind eye to a president suffering from dementia. And at the same time, they're all pretending everything's an man. Then there's the internal, intentional weaponization of the federal government against all of us. You got the chairman of the Joint Chiefs stating he would inform China if we opted to take military action against them, which he should be uh, in jail right now with a big P stenciled on his back. My favorite, who would have thought that you went to, when you went down... You were thinking to yourself, I'm a guy or I'm a girl. And then you wake up and you might find out that you might think you're a guy if you're a girl. And you might be a girl if you think you're a guy. And it's so confusing, I can't even describe it the right way. When you went down, nobody ever thought about, you know, taking up station outside of a Supreme Court justice's house and planning to kill him and being allowed to do it up until that very point. When you went to bed, you probably grew up, you know, when you went into your coma, you probably grew up watching FBI with Ephraim Zimbalist Jr., and you wake up and find out that they're actually the arch criminals. They're like, you know, they're they're, they're doing things like the new version of the James Bond villains. You know, not nearly as ugly as they used to be. You found out that schools argue... ...to make offensive material available to minors in their libraries, i.e. porn. (laughs) Porn! You woke up and the government and a single political party attempt to take out the opposition candidate... ...by charging him with a bunch of crimes and civil action. I mean, just a a mound of them. You woke up and the Labor Department fudges the numbers about unemployment claims and jobs only to quietly fix them later. You woke up. You woke up. And if a parent is interested in their children's education, they now have been labeled as domestic terrorists. You woke up and a guy is competing as a woman in combat sports. Or swimming. Or volleyball. Or bicycling. Or any of these other sports where these fast twitch muscles of the male come in play. You woke up and that really good gas stove that you got, and that air conditioner of yours that works really well, and that wood fired oven you've got just for you know just because it's nice and rustic. They're they're trying to ban all of those things. You woke up and a bunch of kids. You know you you knew a few of them in, uh, early on. You were out there, well why, why are you going to school for that? You found out there's a bunch of kids taking out loans and then demanding that they do not have to pay the money back. You went down in your coma and the military... Sp- you find out the military spends hours not training for war, but on diversity and rooting out the extremists, you know, the kind of guys that would fight the war. You went into that coma and you came out of it and you got mobs robbing stores because they know they won't be arrested. And now... When you go into a store, if you're looking for a tube of toothpaste, it's behind glass. You went into a coma and you had just watched some Disney stuff with your grandchildren, and you wake up and uh, Disney's turned their back on that stuff that you watch with your grandchildren in favor of material that you would find offensive and your grandchildren don't understand. When you went down, you remembered all the times the Democrats made life a living, you know, just a living nightmare after an election because they tried to, uh, they, they objected to it. But they can question it. Anybody else is a conspiracy theorist, and you'd be a fool to think otherwise. When you went down in the coma, there was rule of law. Now you've got the government picking and choosing which ones they follow and which ones they ignore. When you went down, you'd never heard of COVID. And now that you've gotten up, you can't see any signs of COVID. You hear all about COVID. You see some people very curiously wearing a mask. And you realize that there's people still afraid of something that went away, you know, about three and a half years after its outbreak. You also woke up and you found out that the president of the U.S. wants to make citizens choose between taking a shot or losing their job. You got the government monitoring words used in the banking system to spy on us. In the insurrection that you heard about earlier, that doesn't look like an insurrection, the only one that actually got hurt was an unarmed protester that was a female that got murdered, shot in the neck. And the guy who did it got promoted. You wake up and you look around and the ships of the U.S. Navy are rusting. You see pictures of the Chinese spy balloons floating across the U.S. and just not being bothered at all. You find out that cocaine was discovered in the White House. You find out the President of the United States sold his position to profit his son. You find out that people are getting worthless college degrees and blaming everyone else that they can't find a job. You find out that the illegal immigrants are being treated better than the veterans. You find out that terrorists attack a staunch ally and members of Congress openly side with the terrorists. The most patriotic leader in the country comes from South Africa. And then, if you just recently woke up, you just found out that the Department of Justice state the president took and distributed classified material, but not is not going to be charged because he's elderly and has a poor memory. So, build back better. Still waiting to see what that looks like. (laughs) What kind of an attack are we going to see here in the United States? I've got a hypothetical for you. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. I'm going to tell you the problem with terrorists in just a minute. CarPro.com talk line is one 800 The common sense retirement planning text line is 71307. The problem with terrorists is they are not always of one nationality. Now, a guy, a guy that is a big columnist for uh, uh, Town Hall, his name is Kurt Slichter. He's written a book called The Attack. And Kurt has a military background, so what he's putting forth is actually very well thought out. This, The way this works is Iranian terror experts use the open southern border. They slip in thousands of military-aged Islamist fanatics. And then they go off. They become part of the Godaways, right, that we know that there's millions of. And then um, they go off to their location and they don't know their targets until the last minute when they get guns and ammunition in directions. They also don't know that they're part of a massive effort. So this means that if they turn or are caught, as a few do or are, they can't give anything away. They have the, These are not infantry specialists. They have very vin- minimal training. They know how to lay low. They know how to fire a weapon and to throw a grenade. They have web-linked cameras to stream their attacks. Because they're going to be doing some raping and some torturing that they perpetrate on their victims. And they also have some meth to pump them up. And when the day comes, they attack public places. Schools, the Atlanta Zoo, you know. The next day, as the overstretched police are trying to protect public places and ordering people to shelter in their homes, now they break off from the metropolitan areas and they head for the suburbs. Again, Placing torture, rape, and dismemberment videos online. On the third day, the ones that are left, they start uh, targeting infrastructure, substation transformers, oil refineries. And what you get out of this, and this is very, very possible, what you get out of this is a six-figure civilian casualty list, massive economic disruption, and political turmoil. Because who's going to go to work now? Who's going to answer for this now? Now, there are some problems built into this. Their goal of intimidating us into isolation fails. And uh, I haven't seen the book. I've just read the reports of the book. I've looked at some of the things that come out of there. And uh, I, 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 I see it. I can see it. The Israelis did not get intimidated. They got angry. They got angry. And other nations, even many of those that the Palestinians of Hamas generally look to for support, turned against them. And the Hamas leaders are being targeted and killed. And Hamas backers know they aren't safe. And the Israelis simply continue to grind away four months after the attacks happen. Now, one thing you can count on is the illegal immigrants are not going to be the ones they target. They're going to be targeting... Black and white and Hispanic Americans. And they'll figure this out based upon observations they've made up to this point. Right? They're going to be attacking, they're not going to be attacking mom and pops. They're going to be attacking big, big things where uh, everything is, you know, not under the table. So, and this will be horrifying. For everyone nobody's going to sit back and say well you know okay if that were to happen i would not be sitting back here i i would feel i would love to be wrong about that i would love to be wrong to look at this and say this is exactly what i think is going to happen because this is exactly what i think is going to happen and that six figure that six figure uh the the the, uh mandalay bay shooting which occurred what 2017 i think it is i'm not really sure Whenever that occurred, when that, when that happened, the reason he killed so many people so fast is because they were in a big cluster. And then after they broke up, he stopped killing people. And most of the people that got hurt after that initial out, uh, uh, you know, that initial initial volley that he set off, uh, they were hurt in the stampede. And whenever you've got a bunch of people in a group, a clustered group, like a restaurant, a shopping mall, a sports event, whenever you've got a bunch of them there, um, well, that's a bunch of targets tight together. You don't have to be a marksman. And if they get grenades, grenades are all anti-personnel for the most part. They just, and it's not like you see in the films where they blow up with a big fireball. As a matter of fact, you don't really see much of nothing. You just see sort of a puff of dust. But in that dust is a bunch of shrapnel flying really fast. And everything around it, really close to it, is going to be turned into pasta. Pasta. And all of this right now today is in play, believe it or not. And if you don't believe it, you don't believe it at your own peril. And like I said, I wish this were not the case. But then the the big thing that's going to come out of this is the reaction everybody's going to be looking for the reaction but here's the thing there's a few things to take into consideration first of all getting control of the border would be important to stop this but even the north korean border people get through it all the time not very often but they manage right but you can put a stop to thousands of military age young men passing through every day which is what is happening right now intelligence well you know they seem really good at catching mom and pop that were are at uh, in D.C. during January the 6th, but other things ain't not so much. And then what is the main thing that we could do? We could harden the target. We could harden the target. Even in the book, Kurt gets out there and points out a number of times where armed civilians blunt an attack, both in public and in homes. And a civilian or two with handguns can't stop a group of men armed with long guns, but they can inflict enough casualties. Jeff Cooper. Jeff Cooper said that one man with a handgun can wreck a rifle squad, certainly if the man is Jeff Cooper. But it becomes a math thing. If you're prepared for trouble and they're coming house to house, and one terrorist gets shot every time they try to breach, pretty soon you're going to run out of terrorists in that particular subdivision. So, and some neighborhoods are better armed than that, you know, better armed than me. I mean, I've got a few things here and there. I've got, but I'm sure there's a couple of people around me, and I don't even know who they are. There's some people that have so much more stuff than I've got. So, you can believe that or not. That's completely up to you. You can believe that or not. If you believe it and nothing ever happens, that means you were prepared in case something did and not a whole lot changed other than that. If it happens and you're not prepared, well, you're going to have the rest of your life to, uh, to regret that, unfortunately. And you're, we're probably talking both seconds of it. Sad but true. Sometimes, judges get caught not being judges. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. I guess in uh, Oklahoma they elect judges. So this is the quick story of Tracy Soderstrom. She was a judge. It was elected elected about a year ago, and um, well, she's no longer a judge because apparently there was a case going on, in uh, related to the death of a two year old, a felony trial. During that case, Judge Soderstrom texted five hundred times to her bailiff, apparently. Uh, She commented on the size of the prosecutor's package. She made fun of jurors and witnesses for how they were dressed, their hair, and their teeth via text to the bailiff. She texted texted about how she felt the mother of the murdered two-year-old was lying, and she texted that she wanted to applaud the defense attorney. Not exactly focused now is she um (laughs) in a resignation statement she admitted she took office and promised to uphold the constitution in a fair even-handed and efficient manner and what part of taking your attention off of the testimony in your own courtroom so you can send hundreds of texts to your bailiff how does that shape up to look like fair even-handed efficient in your in your description how did she think her behavior could be seen as anything but an insult to the prosecution as well as the mother of the dead child? And I think the answer to that is obvious. She didn't think, and specifically, she didn't think she'd be caught. Now, she, she did everything in her power to not lose her, her, bench, her bench seat. She fought to remain there. She took steps to make sure cameras in the courtroom didn't catch her. And uh, she didn't do it by putting her phone away, but by taking the cameras away, which didn't last long. Then the cameras returned, and then she asked to have a black box put in place over the image of her desk to hide what she might be doing on her desk. And this had the effect of hiding everything she did. And the county commissioners decided enough was enough, and they removed the box and let it be there you know, for the transparency in the judicial system, even her, in her courtroom. She admitted that her actions have brought disgrace and embarrassment to her family, constituents, and legal profession, her office, and the judiciary in general. As the date for the hearing to determine if she should be removed from the bench neared, instead of trusting in the system that she'd made such a mockery of, she resigned almost a year to the day of when she took the bench. And the only thing missing from from her letter of resignation was an apple pie. I'm not going to bore you with her resignation letter. I think this is, uh, you know, first of all, looking at the picture of her, I would put her age somewhere maybe in the late 30s or somewhere in the 40s, okay? Although their picture makes her look like a, her AI, the AI-generated picture of her makes her look like this younger Latina for some reason. As if Latinas have this inherent inability to focus on things, with her phone, in plain view of everything going on. and she's on her phone and looking at it and she you know she's young and she's attractive in the AI generated picture. <laughs> but um, you know, I have long said that smartphones, we don't know how to handle smartphones. We don't know how to be smart with our smartphones. I know a few people that use these things for exactly what they are, and with the way they should be used. I know a few people who use them to manage their schedules, and they use them to manage anything else they've got going on. Uh, I have with uh, with my setup, with the way I used to do, with the way I do things, but like uh, with lock and load. When I was the one-man band with Lock and Load, I w- everything was Apple, so that way I could move everything around and show it to whoever might be I might be trying to attempt to come in and partner up with me. That way I could send it via phone, iPad, or computer. So it had, it had uh, a use for me. Um, I have a use for it now with WORD and Odyssey. Uh, there's some things I use it for as far as with that. And that's why I keep one, because if I didn't have all of those things going on, I'd get rid of it. I would have a flip. I'd be able to text, and I'd be able to make a phone call, and that's all I want. Better yet, I would rather have the BlackBerry come back. I know that's not a chance. There's no chance that's ever going to happen. Maybe we'll see another thing. I would love to see a phone come out with a dedicated email client that you can use and have your emails forwarded to that because I can see the value of that. I can see the value of having some built-in GPS built into it, the texting, of course, and then the phone calls, and that's it. I don't need a browser on my phone. I could make the phone a, uh, you know, you could make the phone have a uh, built-in Wi-Fi hotspot. And then if you need to browse, you could use your tablet and actually look at something because, you know, my eyes are getting old, too. But here we have a judge who could not control herself enough to put her phone down and, you know, be a judge. And she had been a defense attorney, I think, or a prosecuting attorney. She had been, she had 20 years on the job. So, and with all that stuff, with all, uh, she was a defense attorney, with all of that stuff that she knew and everything, she still tried to hide what she was doing. And in the end, uh, she only quit when it looked like they were going to kick her out. Not exactly a person of conviction and virtue. So, I I would love to know what the people she represented in trial, I'd love to know what happened with them. I mean, uh, you know, now, now I'm beginning to wonder, are we, should we, uh, you know, maybe you have to, in certain things, they should, there should be a phone collection point. Oh, Bill, that'll never work because that's my private property. Okay, well, remember that when your surgeon's working on you. You don't want him to be checking his texts then, right? That's, that's what I thought. I'll talk to you guys in about 22 hours. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.